They're small, they pick lots of people up, and they bring them from place to place. The changeover in urban settings from going from point A to point B, and on weekends, point C is now changing. We are now starting to see autonomous vehicles. These pods can pick us up and bring us anywhere we want. But with the focus being on urban areas, how is autonomous vehicles going to help all of us with our transportation needs? That is one thing that a lot of these companies have overlooked, and something that we all need to look into together. So today on Autolooks, we're going to be taking a look at autonomous vehicles and their transportation networks and how they're going to work within urban, suburban, and even rural areas. Autolooks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our main website, autolux.net. If you haven't been there, check it out. Go to the Corporate Links website page and see all the automotive corporations and companies from around the globe. You'll be surprised at what countries have car companies. And then while there, check out some of our other podcasts. Listen, stream, and find them on all of your favorite streaming services. Thanks to our partner, podbeam.com. Now, getting back to the original thought, autonomous vehicles. Now, we've all seen General Motors Cruise and how it can pick up people and move them around. Or even utilizing Tesla and their tunnel project in Las Vegas. Yes, these ones have drivers, but the future is looking for driverless vehicles. But how does that really help us out? Considering the fact that I am a person that lives in what you would call a suburban rural area. No, I don't live surrounded by farm. I do have housing complexes around me, but I live far enough out from the city that the bush is right next door to me. So how is an autonomous vehicle ever going to help me out? Considering the fact that my whole life sitting out here is based on a car-centric universe. I need a vehicle to get in. Yes, there is bus service close by, but it is very limited and it takes forever. And bringing me right to my job, it will not do. Autonomous vehicles can help us get past that. But autonomous vehicles need to get past their only need of being in cities. As we've all heard about it, GM's cruise is now being tried out in San Francisco. Vehicles like this are utilizing select spaces to bring people from point A to point B. You can hail the vehicle similar to that of Uber and Lyft, with a lot of these ride-hailing services looking into the autonomous vehicles, such as Waymo. They want to get in there and they want to create a ride-hailing service without a driver. They want you to be able to go from place to place whenever you want. But there's a lot of questions. In the city, this works perfectly because you could pick up people from point A and only have to go 10 blocks down the road or two blocks down the road. So your turnover is exponential. But when you're out in a suburban area, you're picking people up at a house and you're bringing them into town. These could be 20 minute drives and up to 30 miles of distance just to get to the city core. And even for these people to go to grocery stores, it could be a kilometer or two away from their house. Utilizing an autonomous vehicle may not deem the possibility of using autonomous vehicles. Sure, out in a suburban area, you can cycle to a lot of things, which will greatly reduce the need for autonomous vehicles, because now you can bike and help. You can even get cargo cycle bikes, where you can essentially bike to get groceries, put the stuff in the cargo container, and bike home, creating a better enhanced environment for the people and all around it. But this isn't autonomous. If it's just me going to the closest grocery store, which is over 10 
10 kilometers away from where I'm sitting right now, I now have to call it. I have to wait. Once I get in, I have to go there. And like a cab, is it going to sit around and wait for me? Are there other people? Hell, even leaving a meeting in an area where there's lots of people, that autonomous vehicle may look at it and say, there's five or six people going to an area close by you. Let's pick them all up together so we can maximize our benefits of using the autonomous technology. Or for somebody like myself, I'll just look at it as, I'll just get my own damn car and I can drive there. Especially when it's only 10 to 12 kilometers away, why would I hail something to bring me there? In the city, living in a downtown core like Toronto and wanting to go to the downtown core of Mississauga, yeah, I can utilize an autonomous vehicle from going point A to point B. It's still viable, even for the ride-hailing services. But out in suburban areas, that starts to dwindle. Now, going out to rural areas, autonomous vehicles have another factor to include, is it's great distances between people. Somebody may live way out in the bush and it's on a lake and their driveway can be over a kilometer into the bush. And from there, they can be up to six kilometers away from the closest person. Now, why would a person in that situation look at autonomy as a solution to transportation? It's not. And that is something that these transportation of the future needs to look into autonomous. The possibility of usage in rural areas is only for individual need vehicles. For when I get out on the highway and I'm driving into town using the autonomous technology in my own personal vehicle is greatly significant more than an urban setting now because I can use that to dictate I want to go from here to there but yet again it's a vehicle I need to own where if I wish to use one through a service the cost could be exponential compared to if I live in town so when people keep telling me that autonomous vehicles are slowly going to take out personal use vehicles I always laugh at it seriously you cannot kill the personal use automobile at the turn of the last century more people owned horses than a car now less people own horses than a car but we still own horses for leisure and in some cases some people will use them for transportation so we didn't essentially kill off the use of horses we just moved them to another select area where personal transportation out in rural areas will not change autonomy out there will change for the select use of the person now suburban where autonomous technology will be greatly used will be delivery. The highest usage of delivery for autonomy in vehicles will be in delivery. Suburbanized areas will be reduced in the amount of vehicles within the driveway with the ability now to work from home. The single car family will slowly come into play instead of the average two to three cars. And that one vehicle will have autonomous capabilities, but that'll be for driving. Going longer distances past where you really need to go. You may still use an Uber or Lyft to get you from here into the core of the city or get you from here further out to a store that you've never been to or hell even just down the road because it's a snowstorm and there's no chance in hell you're either going to walk or bike through that crap to go get your groceries and you don't want to dig out your car utilize autonomous vehicles so it's kind of split when you look into a suburban climate autonomy is only viable for select transportation needs delivery will become even bigger than within the city because delivery in suburban areas it's wider causeways, more ample room to stop, park, unload, and bring things in, the ability to use even autonomous delivery robots comes more into play than utilization within the core of a city, where companies like FedEx, UPS, and DICOM will now look at using mobile delivery. Hell, Domino's Pizza already has an autonomous delivery robot, where
where it's something that could be utilized within the core of a city. Their autonomous delivery vehicle, similar to that of the Neuro Grocery Delivery Vehicle, is something more inspired for the suburban appeal. With four key areas in the Neuro Delivery Vehicle, it can bring groceries to four select homes. It can deliver pizza to more than four select homes. You punch in your code, you get your food. It goes from you, and then it goes three doors down, and then four doors down. It brings all of your products to you by using autonomous technology. You may not use it in your vehicular travels because within your personal use vehicle, you don't need autonomous technology. You're only going two blocks to the grocery store, or you're taking an hour drive to go visit your parents on the outskirts of town. Whereas there is the crossover between urban and rural autonomous technology. You now need autonomy for your personal use vehicle considering the fact that you have a single car driveway and you need still to get further distances than a standard autonomous pod vehicle will get you. But then again, like we said, delivery makes a major difference for autonomy within the suburban environment. Going through a suburban area, you'll notice roadways where delivery trucks can park and vehicles could still surpass them. A robotic delivery service can unload the vehicle, bring your package to the door and even get you to sign it. It could send you a ding on your phone so you walk outside to go pick up your products. Creates the ability to use more autonomy to bring things to you and not for your travels. Whereas in rural settings, autonomy is used for only your specific travels to select areas. Then moving into urban. We all know the future of urban is autonomous pods. Within a city environment, within the core, central core, you now have the ability to exclude single-use vehicles and go straight to personal transportation usage, such as GM's cruise service or the canoe MPV. You can now use autonomous vehicles to pick up and deliver customers from point A to point B. And because of the greater amount of human traffic within the core, you have a greater ability to move more people more efficient within costs, allowing you to have a fleet of pods on the road. Whereas people who live in the downtown core and utilizing their condo space to come down and go shopping at the grocery store at the bottom of the condo across the road. They can utilize the bank two, two blocks up by walking, taking an e-bike. And when they need to go a little bit further than that, rental pods for single-use mobility or even autonomy vehicles can bring them from place to place. Utilizing GM's cruise service from the urban jungle to the central core of the city. The urban area is where a autonomous pods like that will solely exist, whereas single-use vehicles will slowly diminish from central cores of major cities. With cities like London and Paris already looking at getting rid of them completely from the central core, and London already having a tax on vehicles into the central core, these areas will slowly become more personal, bicycle, and autonomous friendly, with single-use vehicles still being applied to the roadways for the pod-styled autonomy vehicles. Single-use vehicles will still enter the central core of any major city for years to come because there are still people who work in the central core and want to use their single-use vehicle to travel from the rural areas into the core. You can reduce parking exponentially compared to what it is now by having the autonomous vehicles. But then yet again, through transportation upgrades in major central areas, you can bypass that completely. If you're like myself and you've ever been to the city of Toronto, you'll know what Go Transit is. Go Transit is government-funded transit authority within the Golden Horseshoe area, where I can live in the city of Barrie and be transported to the core of Toronto, downtown, where I can live in the suburban heights of Brampton, 
and still get to my job at the Scotia Tower in downtown Toronto by utilization of personal transportation needs. I can hop on a train, but what is available at the transportation development is parking for single-use vehicles. Now, in a place like Brampton, I could better utilize a pod delivery autonomous vehicle than my single-use vehicle. I can make the call and even have it permanently set up as a pickup every morning at 6 a.m. to bring me to the train station. I then take either the train or the Hyperloop into downtown where it brings me close to my tower where i can utilize either subway walking or even rent a bike above ground and in some cases utilizing single-use pod vehicles within the downtown core these vehicles allow me to be transported around within a centralized area rental fleets of vehicles like the electra mechana and the aptera t1 vehicles like this for pods for inner city use is where the urban autonomous vehicles will take off these vehicles will have to be developed for the abilities to go out to suburban areas because when you have a call from your office to go visit one of your clients who lives in a suburban area outside of the city you need to get there and if you only use public transportation to enter the core how do you get out rideshare programs similar to that that Geely has developed with their Lincoln company vehicles you can now utilize one of those and once you gain access to higher transportation needs of an expressway throughway motorway or interstate to gain access to the suburban areas once accessed on there you can use autonomous technology to bridge the gap between the central core and the suburban heights autonomous has many many different uses for vehicular travels in the future but each one plays a different role in how it will shape the three select areas of living within the future. Urban cores will have more autonomy between vehicles and transportation routes, whereas the need for drivers will slowly diminish because all of these vehicles are set on a central core system which doesn't allow single-use vehicles or has a very limited capacity. So the, the possibility of damage to those vehicles is way is reduced greater than it is in a suburban environment. Moving to the suburban environment, its autonomy comes in both your personal use vehicle and in delivery of products living in the burbs a lot of people have stuff delivered to them amazon blew up that way by being able to deliver products directly to your house and now amazon is looking at vehicles with autonomous technology taking the driver out of the equation to ensure that these vehicles run perfectly on time without the need for brakes any form of stoppage but these will still have to take into the account of vehicular traffic within the suburban environment even though you're not using your vehicle in an autonomous way the autonomous delivery vehicle will need to understand how you operate your vehicle to be able to understand the road where unlike the central core it could run off a grid system pre-developed by the central core operating system suburban areas have to rely on more sensor technology to gain a foothold within their travels moving out to rural areas personal use vehicles you'll have to have the ability to switch between autonomous and personal use between vehicles that technology which is already pre-existing in teslas today is where rural areas will be able to use autonomous technology so yes there are differences between each key area of where you live and how autonomous Autonomous technology will affect your way of travel. And the city of the future may have a lot less cars in its downtown core, but the rural areas outside of the city will still 
have a need for centralized vehicles. In one way, I would like to say you can't get rid of the vehicle. No matter how much you try and how much you think you could do it, you can't get rid of a vehicle. Within central cores, personal use vehicles will be on a shared network. Suburban areas could do this, but only for a secondary vehicle. You'll still want to own your own vehicle because you don't want to wait the longer wait times for that pod to pick you up. And in rural areas, you don't even want a pod to pick you up because the time for pickup will be exponentially greater than anywhere else. So you will have to have a personal use vehicle only. With the development of personal use delivery corridors, being able to centralize your vehicle at transportation hubs, similar to that of how the GO stations all on the outskirts of the core of Toronto all have massive parking lots. So I can leave my in-laws, drive to the closest GO station, park my vehicle there for the day, and take a transportation network via train into downtown Toronto, thus reducing my impact on the environment. So the future tomorrow will still require personal use vehicles, but autonomous will move into all key areas of where we live. It's higher usage in a rural environment will be more for machinery. In the north where I am, logging vehicles or even transportation. In farming areas, farm implements will be more autonomous. But personal use vehicles will still be there. Suburban is a mixture of both. And urban is centralized as only autonomous. So with the future looking bright for autonomous technology within the automotive world, we start to ask ourselves, what will I drive in the future? Or will I drive in the future? That is a question that is slowly coming into play today. As with my generation, it was one of the first generations where you can actually get away without owning a vehicle in central cores. We now have the ability for rental services in rideshare. These services have moved us out of our dependence on owning vehicles anywhere within a living environment. The market for personal use vehicles may start to diminish within the next decade, but the transportation needs of tomorrow are still going to require the companies that build them already. So in the end, really what am I saying? Autonomy works, but completely getting rid of automobiles from the city surface is something that won't happen. No matter how much you try, there will still be a need for personal use vehicles. I mean, you consider the fact that emergency vehicles still require to be vehicles and the autonomous work on those hasn't grown as much as personal use, we're still a long way from not having any vehicles in a central core. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment about it on any of the major social feeds that you find out there. Send it to your friends, family, co-workers, and your boss. Send it out to all of them and let them know about the future of autonomous technology within the areas of where they live and how it will affect them. And after that, stop by the website, autolux.net, check out some of the corporate links websites, check out some of the companies we talked about. We do have a link to go to General Motors Cruise System and Canoe, so you can go check out the future of their autonomous vehicles that will move you around within the central core of urban settings. Check it out on autolux.net. So, from myself and Everett J and the whole Autolux team here, thank you for listening and strap yourself in for this one fun ride that we don't have to drive on.